What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 6, Episode 9, and it's called Chapter 104, The Serpent Queen's Gambit. Mm, and don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, some of your recap roundups. It's going to be a good time. Stick around for the end for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode. Yes. What did you think? I thought it was good. I think there was a lot of things that happened this episode. Like, a lot of things moving. A lot yeah. of things that I was really happy happened this episode. Because I think I was originally complaining about things like they slow it out. And, like, they pace yeah. it out really slow. But everything that I wanted kind of happened this episode. So I was actually really happy about it. How about you? Yeah, 100% agreed. I think just listening to what people are saying online too, everyone was really happy with the episode. I mean, just doing our recap roundups, I found it quite hard because I was like, I don't know what to even choose because there were so many things that I like that like stood out to me. I was like, it's really hard to choose one moment. Um, Yeah, yeah, I was impressed with the episode. I didn't watch The Queen's Gambit. I know you said you didn't either. So I don't know if there were any pulls to the actual TV show. If you guys are listening and you guys saw anything, let us know in the comments. It might just be another RAS attempt to just clickbait and (laughs) just use a title and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I enjoyed it. I don't know really mm. what's happening with the veggie storyline. I, I I think that's sort of my ending sort of takeaway is like, I like everything else. I don't get what's happening with veggie. Okay, cool. But yeah, I we guess can we'll get to talk it. About it and see, yeah. See what, what the situation is. Yeah. All right. So it starts right off with Archie getting home from like a run or whatever. And Frank is talking to Percival in the living room or in the kitchen. And Archie's already pissed. He's like, get the, get this guy out of my, my house. And it turns out that Percival wants to do a census. He wants to go like door by door mm-hmm. and see what problems are happening with the town. And Archie, because he doesn't trust him, all this other stuff, he kicks him out. And Frank kind of gets upset with him. He's like, I'm disappointing you, Archie. He, like, he really wants to help the town. Um, and then Archie kind of takes it in this moment. And he doesn't tell him anything past like that he doesn't yeah. trust him. yeah. Again, it's something that I think I talked about with Macy. It's like, why are the adults not yeah. being like, why aren't they uh, like involved in the whole situation? Like, why doesn't Frank know? Why doesn't uh, and, like, why don't know, they question anything? Like, I mean, it's fair because, like, at the end of the day, like, you get this sweet talking guy who just wants to fix the town. Like, as an older generation person, you're just like, I just want to fix the town. Like, it makes sense, but at the same time, like. Archie has the knowledge. He has information. Yeah. But he's just not sharing at this point. And I'm just like, why are you? Especially why not Frank? Him? Like, why not tell Frank? Right. Exactly. Like, to me, it just seems very none of this makes sense because Alice, you literally saw this town like almost burn to the ground. You saw right. how many crazy people came to this town out of nowhere claiming to be whoever. And they were like a serial killer. So for yeah. you to open your arms to this random ass dude and be like, yes, come on our council. Yes. Fire Tony. Who's been living here her entire life. Yeah, I am yeah. so like, it is a very shocking reaction. Like I'm like, guys, can any adult question who this person is? Exactly. Or you just got, you guys are just not going to care. That's the part that I don't really understand. I'm really frustrated with that whole part of the storyline. And as we keep going through it, I'm still kind of frustrated. Like, with at least question they- him. You know what I mean? Like, even if they liked him, it's fine. But, like, no one's even saying, like, where did you come from? Like, 
like who do you know he that was like here before like they right. asked him that but like he just like he could lie easily i just wish there was a, a little bit more like investigative work but then i guess <laughs> at the same time like he's persuading them i guess know, he has like mind control powers oh true and, like, really like pushing them to feel some some type of way about things like we don't really know so okay so do you think do you think he is mind swing everyone in town except for like the core three I mean, I think so. And we can talk about that a little bit more when they go on their kind of like they go and check in on all their people okay. to see how everybody's yeah. doing. But yeah, I think for the most part, he's really just going in and swaying everybody's mind at the same time um, and pushing his his own personal agenda by doing that. Right? Yeah. So, First of all, I just yeah. want to say really quickly here, I got to the end of the episode and I was like hating on Kevin. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait, was he persuaded by <laughs> But first of all, like here I am thinking it was Kevin's own doing all of this. I mean, and I'm like, oh, maybe he was persuaded. But at the same time, I mean, I think I just hate Kevin. But that's Kevin how much we hate I'm Kevin. Just, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> like, I'm so over him and him, even him getting swayed, I'm, I hate him. You but that's the I mean? thing, like, like, that's how much we hate care. Kevin that like, we're like, no, he would have done this on his he own. He would have done merit. this anyway. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I think that's the reality is like, when you look at Kevin's character, you're just like, okay, fine. You're just being a busy yeah. body and a be- like an annoying person. It could, it could so totally funny. be that he just decides to do that on his own. Anyway, super, super annoying about that whole situation. Let's keep talking about, so as this happens, Frank is disappointed in Archie, blah, blah, blah. Really quick shout out to the builders of the house. Like two episodes ago, this place was in shambles. And now like the whole house is like, back to I was like, okay, we're just going to like get right into the HGTV. Like, come on. Fine. Yeah, f- for sure. Um, anyway, so then it cuts to Cheryl slash Abigail and Britta, and they're at Thomasina's grave. And essentially, she says, the blood moon is coming, and it's a perfect time to do a soul swap. I'm going to take Tony's body and switch it with Thomasina's soul and put it into Tony's body so we can be together forever. Blah, blah, blah. That's the situation. Yeah. Um, and then Britta's still obviously very nervous about the whole situation she's like is that all like you want to do and abigail goes on to say no i still want to go after archie jughead and betty like they're still like my nemesis like i was i still want to kill them too sorry at the end of last week's episode Mm -hmm. doesn't cheryl come back she's back but she's still in the body like her soul is still oh so it's like it's like kind of going back and forth no, yeah, I think that when she visits her in her dream, she's basically saying, like, I'm free from like my own prison. Like oh, but she's not, not out no, yet. But she's not out yet. Got so it. Okay. At the end of that part, she basically says, like, I don't know how to get my body back. Like, okay. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah. So Britta doesn't really know what to do at that point in time. Anyway, cuts to Veronica and Reggie in the morning at the Pembroke and Reggie's dad. Um, turns out that Reggie's dad wants to go visit the casino and he basically just wants to feel like a big shot. Like yeah. Reggie's like, you know, like give him a good time. And Veronica's like, honestly, don't worry. That sounds amazing. Like, leave it with me. I'll show him a good time. Don't worry about it. Can I just ask you re- yeah. real quick right here in Rivervale? Yes. How did Reggie's dad die? Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember. Was it a heart attack or something? I feel like he just died of a heart attack. Yeah. yeah I think he was just like dead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that there was anything extreme that happened on screen. Like, I don't think we even saw him. No, in I don't know. Th- so, yeah, okay. I don't think that he existed. in that. Okay. Time. I don't remember exactly, though. Let us know in the comments if you remember exactly, because I feel it's like it's been like two years since we've seen. Yeah. Part of the season. So, cuts back to the council meeting 
And Percival talks about like, he's like, I got all this information now. And turns out that everyone is now worried about the gang violence. And he goes to look straight at Tony and says like, do you have anything to say? And Tony essentially has to defend herself and says, you know, there's currently no issues about this, this, and this. Like, you know, we're trying to figure things out with the ghoulies right now. We're in talks with like the leader. And Percival asks if she's ever considered disbanding the serpents. And that's mm-hmm. when Tab- Tabitha interjects and she's like, honestly, Tony's not on trial right now. So like back the F yeah. off. And I kind of like just want to shout out to the fact that they're yeah. they have Tony and Tabitha basically backing each other up in this Loved it. like white town of people who basically look at them and they're like, you're trash, you're trash. Mm-hmm. So I love that Tabitha is there to lift her sister up. You know, I think that was a really good moment. But obviously, that's not the end of all their shit that they have to do with this yeah. episode. Um, and then at the very end of the council meeting, that's when Kevin comes in to drop off baby Anthony to um, Fangs and Tony. And he kind of makes a little statement basically saying that he's concerned for his upbringing in a gang. Okay. And uh, you know, Fangs and Tony turn to him and they're like, what are you talking about? Like, I was a serpent growing up. Yeah. Fangs was a serpent growing up. Like, what are you talking about? And Kevin's like, I'm not, I'm not here to like fight you. I'm just here to like tell you my perspective. And and anyway, it was just, it was again, going back to what you were saying, like, is he persuaded? Is he not persuaded? Is his point valid? <sighs> I'm I'm sure to a degree his By point the end is valid, he was kind of, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you don't really know because you're not a gang member. You're not a part of that world and you're not a part of whether or not these people can be successful in raising a child. So get the fuck out of here. Go to Broadway. Like, now you can go. Now you can leave. Like, we don't need you here anymore. Anyway, he really fucking annoyed me this episode. <laughs> Anyways, cut into the casino. Pop off. <laughs> you can pop off on fucking Kevin. Casino, um, Veronica is walking around Mr. Mantle, and she drops him off at a table. She's like, this is the best one. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Have a good time. And she thinks, like, her job is done. She's like, yes, like, my man's man is, like, over there, whatever. Cool. Cuts back to the El Royale, and Archie is talking to Betty and Jughead after the whole town meeting, and they're talking about Percival. So this is the first time, I guess, we get to see them all on screen, basically talking about the fact that mm-hmm. they're all su- they all have superpowers, and that uh, Percival might have some weird supervillain Which- power as well. By the way, I absolutely loved every single scene with Jughead, Betty, and Archie. Like, it took me back to the beginnings. Like, it took me back to season one. It was just like them against the world. I I just really, really enjoyed having them on screen. Yeah. Obviously, it's not the core four because Veronica wasn't really a part of it. But like, Mm -hmm. still, I there was just they're just magic when they're on screen together. Like, there's a very good chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you want to root for them and and like whatever the. Yeah, whatever they're doing, they're trying to save. Her. And the fact that like, like the sh- the whole romantic thing doesn't really come up. Like the fact that like Jug doesn't look at Betty and Archie in a weird way. He doesn't. Yeah, like, he doesn't have moments where he's like, like he's it's like, just mm. it's just like a friend like group. Like there's no yeah, weird cool. like feelings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they're talking, and one of the main questions, which I guess all of us are asking the same question, is like, what does Percival really want from the town? Yeah, what does this yeah. mean? end goal like why does he want to sway people like does he have good intentions does he have bad intentions exactly um so jughead devises the idea that maybe we should all talk to our friends or close people and make sure that they're not turning them to his great idea great Great idea idea. 
but you probably should have started with Frank and Alice, maybe. You know, like yeah, that's the thing that made yeah. me the most annoyed is like, we should do our own surveying and make sure that we have the right people in our pockets and make sure that we're trying to slow down whatever crazy thing he's trying to do. I'm like, literally Frank and Alice are on the council, so they should be yeah, it's your almost top like, priority. It's almost like they gave up on them. They're like, forget it. Like, they're not going to be swayed. Let's go try to like find like our crew and like, like convince our crew. But that's, like, that's- I know that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just. And that's the thing. It's just like, I know, like, even when I was talking to Macy about it, she was like, you know, usually you as a superhero, you don't like tell everybody your yeah. secret when you have yeah. that power. But I'm like, but they're Alice and Frank and her, the, you telling your secret is less important than you trying to save the town from a supervillain who's sure. swaying people with his mind. And like, like, come on. Let's just like take account of like who frank even is you've been in this time for like five seconds you <laughs> left your whole life and now you came back yeah. and now you have like this huge crazy important seat on like the town council yeah and yeah. alice you're like a crazy ass mofo like what are <laughs> like you look at these two people and like the town's like yes yes they're gonna That's run the our one. town we need that yeah like you're the ones to and then this us. idiot yeah. sheriff keller on the other side like you guys are like the dumb and dumbers of like the town council <laughs> like how does anyone failures. even trust failures <laughs> like the fact it. that the town is looking to them to like lead them in the right direction and then it kills me i'll talk about this later too kills me because like tony gets up with like the receipts of like everything she's done yeah, and everyone's yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah no we're gonna stick with the mom who tried to kill herself and her babies and like yeah, went to a farm like, and like the guy that like left town 20 years ago 100 <laughs> like, percent. like that's i don't understand how they're all anyway th- and that's we what we get mean. into it's it later like, but yeah it, unless they're villains it's hard for me to believe that if they didn't just talk to them they would have resolve this a little bit faster but obviously the writers didn't want them to go that direction which is annoying to me because then why are you even serving anybody why are you talking to veronica she's not even on the council she's you know what she was quite helpful though (laughs) (laughs) no i get i totally get what you're saying but like yeah like i'm like at least she was helpful because i'm like yeah like if she had nothing look if they didn't even go to Varanka this episode i would have been like guys there's something wrong with her storyline like she's so out of the show like she could yeah. be on like a whole another different show. <laughs> That's what I said last episode. I was like, if they don't connect their, yeah. their understanding yeah. of, of what's going on with Percival right now, <clears throat> then I'm going to be very annoyed. So yeah. I'm really glad that they did this yeah. episode. Okay, anyway. So then Sorry. it cuts to Archie and Betty <laughs> uh, talking in Thornhill um, to Cheryl about Percival. They just want to like, you know, start their survey and see, you know, they're trying to warn, him, warn her. And Abigail is obviously like still kind of pissed, right? Because so because she's abigail so she's like whatever i don't know what you're talking about you guys are actually the villains like you know she's obviously feeling some type of way because she's talking as abigail and she kicks them out yeah i love that like because the whole time i'm like does do they know that she's abigail like are they getting are they getting hints of like this bitch is acting a little crazier than normal but i'm like no cheryl is so crazy that you can't ever tell her extreme yeah that's the problem like she literally talks and acts the exact same yeah you could never like you would never second guess her you'd be like yeah that's that's her like whatever abigail like you'd never think that you just like it's cheryl she's having a bad day an extra bad day (laughs) (laughs) she just wants to kill us again whatever yeah exactly um so anyway she kicks them out she's annoyed she's like thanks for that whatever i don't even care about you guys and she tells britta that she wants to bake like arsenic lace scones and i'm like cool and so Britta's you just, just want to go right to it. poisoning <laughs> <laughs> like straight to death straight to death uh, i'm like okay don't cool. waste no time 
and Britta, obviously, like now we kind of understand where her position is right now. She basically feels like she's a prisoner. She can't do yeah. anything about it. Like she's going to get the wrath on her yeah. um, if she does anything outside of what she's being told. She literally threatens her and says, if you don't make these scones, like I will feed you one myself. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. Dude, cool. those scones look good though. They look good, but also scones are hard to make. How do you make them? <laughs> Never made it. They look that delicious. <laughs> um. Anyway, cuts to Pop's diner and Twyla, it's like nighttime and some serpent is like filling his gas at the front and there's a drive-by shooting and they shoot up Pop's. Crazy. And you can see Twyla at the front like door and she or in the car. Yeah. And she's like, ha ha She's like running around with his, his gun. So cuts to the next morning and Tabitha calls Tony and so this, says that there's a secret council meeting happening trying to remove Tony from the council like right now like you need to get there right now so that that cuts to Betty Archie and Jughead visiting Veronica at the casino to talk about Percival so finally we get the moment with the core Lo- four yeah love this room. totally like six. but like no one even says like hey girl long time no see or like yeah like I would have loved like a little like funny sort of line to say like yeah she has been MIA from the main storyline like sure. it would have been funny it's all been it was all business business yeah. business it I, I wasn't mad at it I wasn't mad at it actually because it felt like it felt like she was kind of sitting on her own throne and she was totally like ruling her own kingdom and they were coming to visit her. And I was and like, she had okay. answers and she did yeah, have she answers. answers and she yeah. did her own research and like she did her own yeah. investigative work. So I did love that for sure. Yes, like, for sure. And, and it's okay if she has her own like storyline that branches away, as long as they have these moments where like it does intersect a little bit. Right. It, it it works like I don't mind it as sure. much but like sure. I do feel like right now her storyline is veering into like this like Reggie part where I'm like okay we're going yeah. like really far from even Veronica's storyline like it's turning into a totally. Reggie storyline anyways we'll anyway talk about that so later. she talks she so she says that she hasn't been visited by Percival yet but she does say that he's pretty sketchy and then she goes on to tell them about how she, she saw that footage of Percival whispering yeah. to the guy and the guy was murdered so now they're all like, okay, this is all sus. And like, he's but like they, a ghost. Like he, like we can't trace him out of Riverdale. Like him, where did he come from? He yeah. Yeah. But the problem that I have is they go all this way and then they kind of stop at like talking about the superpower stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm. she just told you that a guy died in her casino because of Percival likely You'd think that like Betty, Archie, and Jughead would be like, okay, come into the fold. Like, by the way, but here's we the have thing. superpowers and also like he might have he might be like a super villain who has superpowers as well. So like, here's the I thing. I totally get what you're saying. And now I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay. And I wish they just said this. Yeah. I wish they just said in the beginning, we can't tell anyone about our powers because if he is reading minds and if he is going into people's minds, then if they know they'll be in danger, they'll be in something. danger. Cause then they know that uh, then he'll know about our powers. I wish right. they had just said that in the beginning to yeah. a make them smarter and that they have an actual plan and like a yeah. way of like, you know, doing, to sense. your point, yeah. not telling anyone, just keeping it between the three of them because mm. he can read people's minds and he'll find right. out. I would have loved that, 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 like reasoning for it and that makes total that's completely valid reason like why wouldn't you do that right because he is being mine so like it does make sense but again they just don't they don't say that so then to your point you're like wondering like hey why are you leaving her out of everything so like exactly exactly yeah anyway so as they're leaving they get a message from tabitha to also go to the el royale because of the secret meeting that they're having cuts to the council meeting and you know percival wants to remove tony 
Um, and again, she has to speak for herself. She has to like basically give the laundry list of the things that I love she's this done woman. for the town. I love this too. Love for sure. this. I just love and Tony. Like her, the the what they've given her this last little bit of time. I'm so like, good. I'm in love with her character. They've I'm in love with her. Enriched her character so much. Yeah, like as an actress, she's an amazing. As like a mom, like in the show, yeah. like everything she does is just amazing, and she's such a full character yeah someone who came from like literally like she was like a c list character yeah who barely even had a backstory remember how we were like asking them to give her a backstory and And she was just like like, a love interest and now she's like an integral part to this like this entire town and she stood up there and she was like i've literally done this 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 when all of y'all left this town i was still here and i'm like like, i was a guidance counselor i've had i'm like whoa yeah yeah i love it resume you know like and her final line, which I feel like she should have just left out because obviously it was used against her, was she says she wants to raise her son somewhere safe. Like, he's the reason mm. why, um, you know, she's doing all the things that she does to make, like, Riverdale a better place. And they want to put it all to a vote. They're like, okay, we're going to do a vote then. Cuts back to Veronica at the casino. And um, one of her workers, one of Veronica's workers yeah. basically says... Reggie's dad isn't doing very well. He's like down 7,000 bucks. Like you should come in and intervene to like stop this whole situation. Cutting back to the council meeting, Betty Jughead and Archie finally arrived. So they were obviously a little too late and Tony gets voted out. She gets like, so we don't even get to see like the unanimous vote of her getting voted out of council. She just gets voted out. And Jughead even in that moment is like, that's really odd though. Like I don't see that actually happening. So like, why you know like he, yeah. he's very confused as to why that even happened in the first place which would have been a perfect opportunity for them to say by the way it sounds like percival is influencing people with his mind like even yeah. after her amazing yeah. speech not one person was like give her another chance like she's really been working hard like she done t- told the whole town what she's been doing and they still voted her out like yeah no that's sus so i was a little annoyed like, like I said, I just think that in general, I'm annoyed because, like you said, they should have just said, we can't tell anybody about this whole situation. We need to investigate it on our own because we need to make sure that yeah. we keep our people safe. That would have made so much more sense. But now it hits me in these moments where I'm just like, this would have been a good opportunity for you to tell Frank and Alice what the fuck is happening with Percival and how you shouldn't trust him because he's got X, Y, and Z happening. Like, can you see what he's trying to do to yeah. the town? Yeah. But they're all. I guess it's like building up to that because by the end of the episode, like they kind of get that, right? Who Alice and Frank? No, no, like the Jughead and stuff. They get to the point of him, like actually, they they just keep confirming that he's evil, and I'm just like, we know he's evil, (laughs) so like let's keep moving. Yeah. Anyway, so it cuts back to Veronica talking to Reggie's dad. She pulls him aside, and he's down, and he needs money. He's like. I need like five grand. Like, can you, can you show me, can you throw me some money? And Veronica's like, honestly, like we don't really do that. And the, the scene ends with her, like not really answering his question because he keeps pushing. Um, and like, I guess that's, that's how the scene ends. What do that's you feel bad. about all of that? Like, what do you, how do you feel after that scene? Cause you know, that's where I was like, what's going on here? So I feel like, his character obviously you want to look at him and be like okay he's gonna try to do his best as reggie's dad and all this stuff and maybe he's just trying to enjoy his life 
I think at this point in time in this in the episode, it didn't none of it made sense to me. I was like, okay, he's just gonna like go into his old shitty like gambling ways or whatever. Like we never really knew what problems he had outside of being an abusive father, I guess to Reggie. So at this point, you're I look at I looked at this and I was like, like really, we're like doing that with his character right now. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool, fine. And then obviously Veronica trying to be the nice girlfriend and trying to do all these things, like she's stuck in a hard place with it. Um, why what did you think about this situation? Recently? I don't know. I'm I was just like trying to understand the intent behind why are we talking about his dad's get like I thought we already had a Reggie dad like whole moment in Rivervale. Yeah. And I understand that Which we're I guess of, is why we're sort of like replicating like what happened again. It's just like there's a really deep focus on it. And I'm just wondering, like, like, are we supposed to take something from it? Is she now realizing? Wow, maybe a casino isn't a good idea because, like, look what it's doing to the people that like look what I love. Maybe right. that's what they're gonna take away from it, and like, maybe then I wouldn't really have an issue with it. Yeah, but, like I'm just sitting here watching, and I'm like, I don't understand what I'm watching because, like, like why? why now? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's True. we got a couple of comments online too, and people were like, I like just didn't understand why it kind of feels a little random. Yeah, and um, yeah, by the end of it, we get a bit more answers from the Reggie side, but I'm, but even then, I was like, okay, and like, is this yeah. all gonna make Veronica question, Veronica question, like her relationship with Hiram, like, like what's it all leading for her character? Because ultimately, her character. we care about her character, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like Veronica kind of took know. a backseat on the storyline. To your point, like, no, I don't totally. Really know if she she <laughs> had a purpose outside of seeing this kind of push and pull between Reggie and her dad, and like and again, like. I just I don't see any chemistry between them anymore like on screen yeah. even I'm just like they just seem like business partners and it's kind of boring like even if yeah. they were like a little like if she was even a bit more eager to like make the the romantic relationship work and this right. was her way of like it's okay like I love him so much so, like I'm gonna make I'm gonna like just take care of her his dad like even if that was a play I'd be like it's a bit more interesting because like there's a part of her that just wants her relationship to work with Reggie, right? Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. that's not really coming up either. That's not really a concern or right. it's not being brought to the light. So like, I'm just kind of like, where are we right now with you? It's kind of just, yeah. You know? Like lost storyline for Veronica. Like, yeah. Story of her life. Just different things they could have put in. Like I always analyze it in that way. Like just different things they could have added in where like, I would have been more interested in it. Yeah. Just to yeah. understand like the motivation and the influence, but like, there's nothing of that either so like i'm just left with like okay it's just nothing you're like cool <laughs> thanks bye yeah. yeah anyway so then it cuts to riverdale high and this is abigail's scene where she's going around giving everybody the poison scones um i actually love this moment con- considering the fact that it was about her trying to fucking poison everybody yeah. she goes to archie she like hands him a fucking scone she goes to jughead gives him a scone then she tries to give one to Betty, but because Betty can see her yeah. aura, she's like, she calls her out. No, 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 no. Are you trying to kill me? Then Is Abigail there gluten in those cookies? Because I'm yeah. gluten allergic. I can't have that. <laughs> she's like, I cannot eat that. That is not what I need. I'm on a fast right now. Thank you. I did like that, though. I did like how, like, the red aura, like, showed. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. sick. Like, she got her. She had, like, bad intent. So yeah. she just leaves. She's like, oh, fuck. She's so like, she leaves. It's not working. And then as soon as that happens, she like Betty realizes she's like, oh God, I gotta go like talk to Archie. And yeah. Doughead. They go to Archie. Archie's fine because he's in- indestructible. But then they go to Jughead and they're like, you need to throw up real quick. <laughs> the way Archie responded, it was he's like, he's I like, already like, ate it. He's like, what? Yeah, like fucking crumbs she's all like, over his face. Put it down. He's like, it's <laughs> gone. Like, it's too late. It was delicious. <laughs> he was so shocked. <laughs> 
Um, and then, so then they go and get like Jughead to throw up. I was like, oh, I didn't know the salt trick. I didn't know that that was something that you do when you. Oh, purge, was that what it was? It was salt. Body. Yeah, salt and water. You you chug it and then I guess. It yeah, she was like salt water. I was like, dang. Betty giving Sean. us all the tips on how to throw up if you're getting poisoned. Um, one thing that I would wanted to talk about because it does happen again a few times this episode. Talk about is it. Is the inconsistencies with her light sensitivity. So as <laughs> we remember. Just last episode, she literally had to turn off every light in the room to even walk into Archie's house. And then this time she's working in the body shop and her things are off. Like she's totally fine. She's like working on this car. The windows are open. I'm like, so does it happen from time to time? So like you think that she would have like a permanent fixture. Like she's just wearing sunglasses the whole time now. Because now I'm confused as to why they even brought that element in at all. I 100% agree with you. The whole time I'm like, okay, this must be coming into play at some point later on because they're focusing on it. So like she's glasses on, glasses off, glasses on. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. When she was explaining it last week, I thought that she said it gets bright when she sees the aura. Like only when like she sees the redness, it like hurts her head. I, so I then think, I was like, why do I have to wear all the time? That's what I took from it. I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. Um, it would make more sense if she's like just sensitive to light in general, because that would make right. more sense. Right. Like just overall, yeah. she has to wear glasses all the time because like yeah. her, she could see so much now. Exactly. That's what I thought that I, yeah. I assumed, like just in general, she needs to wear But then glasses. to your point, then you'd be wearing them all the time. Like you're in yeah. the shop, like why aren't you wearing your glasses? But she's not. And also, but, why is she in the shop? Is she not an FBI agent? Like, does she have n- nothing better to do? Well, but, I guess like, she's, she's also like the teacher for like the auto, auto body. <laughs> well, where place? were her students? She was just like fixing a car <laughs> on her on her lunch break. Like what she has to be happening? at the school. <laughs> doesn't make any sense doesn't make no sense that's like shame. the least of our like questions yeah i'm but, like what's going on with betty and her <laughs> why career are you there? <laughs> <laughs> no but i was gonna ask you no but yes you're right like at the end this is gonna there's gonna be something why she has to wear these damn glasses there's gonna be yeah. a reason like otherwise it's such a random like thing random thing to put in her in her situation unless there's like no we were like we were saying maybe each of them have a symptom of the their abilities right like whereas jughead Which, is can't hear yeah archie what's archie's the kryptonite like the right palladium. right but then but the, anyway well we can move Maybe on from this, but like really yeah. like yeah getting random headaches and having to put on sunglasses from time to time doesn't really sound like a problem to me <laughs> But I don't know. I almost I've never forgot had for a second. Auras, so. I almost forgot for a second. And she, the first time we see her, she's wearing them like outside of pops. So yeah. I'm like, damn, like how did Lily Reinhardt like convince the producers to like let her wear, wear sunglasses, sunglasses on set? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. It's because of her thing. Yeah. Yeah. She needs <laughs> to do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, anyway. It's anyway. Moving on to Fangs and Tony talking at home. And. Tony actually comes up with a really good idea. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of rebranding the serpents to become like a political activist group, kind of like the Black Panthers. And so like, it's more community based. It's yeah. more like trying to fix the problems in the community versus like being a gang. And Fangs is on the other side. He's like, I don't think it's a good idea. And Tony says, it will be a good idea if we stay united and we have like the same thought on this. And before they can continue the conversation. So once again, so 
if we're talking about Tony and Fangs really quickly in the relationship, this is just the beginning, I guess, of the end of like how they see things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you think I feel so? like this was a bit <gasps> yeah. of a wedge to like mm. get them kind of separate because obviously she's going to look at Fangs and be like, you don't we're not see aligned. what I'm seeing. Yeah. We're not aligning with like our value system anymore. Like you still want to keep fighting with the serpents and the ghoulies. But like, I'm a mom now. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. That's a good point. So, yeah, they don't finish the conversation. They obviously finish it a little bit later. But we get Kevin fucking busting through the damn door (sighs) with a warrant to search for illegal guns. My first point, Mr. Kevin, deputy, how'd you get that job? (laughs) Um, You are the other baby daddy of this baby. You have like you cannot be on this case you it's a huge conflict of interest mr for sure, for sure. like True you li- you live in that house sometimes you go there like, you can't be like coming with a you can't be doing the next day yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> eye roll you're just like that's I can't like the first do. first yeah point. yeah that's the first eye roll but yeah so already i'm re- very fucking annoyed by kevin's character to begin with this just like turned me to the next level i was like fuck this guy i can't deal with him i'm out i'm out I'm you're out, out. <laughs> you need to I've go been out. i'm out you need to go we all need to go <laughs> oh, you need God. to get out of here so he wants to check the baby's room and then Ke- fangs is like fuck you he like just chokes yeah. him to the side <laughs> and that's when he gets arrested and Tony, like, but they do find guns. That's the problem. The yeah. problem is they do find guns in and the And I thought house. they were, like, planted. And then freaking fangs, man. And then, uh, yeah, you find out what happens. But Tony, like, looks at looks at Kevin and is like, why are you doing this, yeah. bro? And he doesn't have anything to say. And then he just walks away. And going back to what you were saying about the people being persuaded, like, and it kind of even feeds into, like, fa- uh, Frank and Alice, like, these are the moments where I'm like, maybe they aren't being persuaded. Maybe like this is just kind of like think- their mentality. And maybe we'll hear a little bit more of that when they finally have the showdown with Percival. And he's going to be like, you think I was out here influencing people like Alice, Frank and Kevin? They all did that shit on their own like thought and their own like mindset. I just like leaned them forward. Like exactly. I kind of just pushed them over exactly. the edge. But they already had those thoughts to begin with. You know? I think like, it's who knows. I think what you're saying is 100 percent on the ball. I think it's like that tr- the whole Trump thing too. Not to bring like yeah. politics into it. I think For sure. he accentuated what was already in a lot of people. Yes, and he just kind of yeah. like pushed them. Like he kind of like pushed. nudged them a little. Like yeah, I mean he gave did a lot, a but like he gave them a reason and he accentuated yeah. those parts of people's maybe fears and like concerns and like it came to the surface. So like yeah, like what you're totally. saying with Kevin, I feel like maybe. Maybe that was always like down here and like he yeah. just like pushed it a bit more. He's like, go, go get them. And then he get, he did it. Because so, yeah. The, and that's the, thing, the problem that I have with his. I mean, we, lots of problems with the character. <laughs> but the thing that I have with that, both sides of that is if he's being influenced, let's say like he's completely brainwashed. I cannot watch another season of yeah. it's starting off with Kevin being like, remember that one time that I was being brainwashed <laughs> by that guy, Percival, that I almost like, like you have like one brainwash your excuse in your life. That's it. If yeah. you have like <laughs> one in five, like you're if out. Like, you, can't. <laughs> you have like seven moments and you're like, you can only do one you. cult in your entire life. After that, it's your fault. <laughs> it's your, that's how you <laughs> fool me once. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, and then and that's the thing. The other side of it is, if he isn't being influenced whatsoever, then he's just a bad person. And yeah. I, and 
this is a complicated conversation. We can't really yeah. get into the fact yeah. that like it's like, you know, he's just trying to see the safety of the of the child and he's the, the baby daddy, which I didn't know that that was the case. That like, he was legally, me too. He had legally signed a paper that me says too. That I was very shocked. Yeah. I was like, I thought you all broke it off and like that wasn't the situation. He because, was gonna be involved. Because didn't he say he doesn't want the baby? Like, didn't Kevin say exactly. I want to go to Broadway? Like, I don't want anything to do with this baby. That's why he broke up with Fangs. He was so, like, I don't want to have a child with you. So what so, the hell? Like, what's go going on? go to Fox Forest and go fuck somebody because you <laughs> clearly just need to do that for the rest of your life. If that's what you want to go do, go do that. Because don't get into fucking Tony's business and suddenly you want to be the baby daddy. Maybe Tony should put you on trial for being the fuck going having an anonymous sex in the fucking forest. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, like it's it just like, taking make a any mother sense. and a child away from like I just can't. I, that's no. not forgivable to me. I'm no, sorry. no. Kevin needs to die. <laughs> like at this point, you, they were looking for no, a human like, sacrifice this episode. It should like, have been him. Take him. Like he <laughs> will volunteer as tribute. I will volunteer. Then he just chucks his body into but the it's, fire. Like it's true. Like the there's. Too many things that he has done. Yeah. And like whether or not he was persuaded or not, like it doesn't matter. Like you've done too many like dark and fucked up things. It's time to go. Like seriously, it's time to blow. (sighs) I I honestly don't know what they're going to do with this character. Yeah. At this point, I just want to be like, move on. Like, and like no one likes you. Like literally no one likes you. Like everyone's tweet was like, Kevin, you're like, you got to go. Terrible. You need to leave. (laughs) Yeah. He is the new Hiram. Like he is the new villain. Forget Kevin liked Hiram. <laughs> like we like Tyre, and we were like, we yeah, understand we like where Tyra. he's coming from. <laughs> but Kevin, you have no reason to be so wild. No reason. Like, what is wrong with no you? No reason. Okay, cuts to the jail, and Tony and Fangs are talking because Fangs <laughs> is now in jail, and she's like, "I'll bail you out. Don't worry about it." Yeah. But like, why were there weapons in the house, bitch? And and like he goes weapons, on to say, like duffel bags, like full of weapons, like shotguns, like, like what the fuck. hell. So he says that he was storing them for a battle royale with the ghoulies um, that were challenging the serpents on the side. Like Tony didn't even know about any of this situation because Fangs was contacted by Twyla on the side tip. So she didn't know that this whole thing was happening and he wanted to do it. And also he said the serpents also want to fight like they're ready to fight as well. So Tony's out here being like, fuck, like getting i'm losing control of my entire gang like what the hell's happening she's like trying so hard to like take care of everything (sighs) i felt so bad she's like amazing so terrible um cuts to veronica chilling in bed reggie coming home and he's like my dad just told me that he had like such a good time at the casino and veronica tells him like what happened though she was like it looks like you know he kind of got over his head he asked me for money i didn't know what to do and then she kind of asked she asked him she's like just checking why did your dad get into debt with my dad mm-hmm. like was it because he was a gambler like is that the situation and reggie takes like huge huge offense to this so maybe we should talk about like that like take a second to talk about where you feel veronica and reggie are now based on him suddenly storming off in mm. this moment and getting so affected because at, at the beginning i was like why is he getting so upset? She's just asking him a question. Yeah. And then he just leaves. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll deal with it. It's my dad's stuff. I'm leaving. You know, I think having seen what happened at the end, there's something really beautiful about Reggie's storyline. Like there really is. I really do love his storyline. I wish we had some of that throughout the whole series. Cause I feel like now we're like being like swarmed by like so much of it. 
But yeah. there is something beautiful. I feel like now that we know what happens to his dad, like he's only got like what, like one year to live or like two years, right. whatever. Like all of these things I think are like hitting Reggie and like he wants his dad to be happy. And I think he wants to protect maybe his dad's legacy and a part a part of him too. Like he doesn't right. want him to be known as like the gambler who like owed all this money to Hiram Lodge. And like right. it affects Reggie, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where that frustration is coming from. Cause I think he when Veronica asked him, he's like, Oh, it was just for like renovations to like the car dealership or something. Like yeah. it was yeah. for like the business, but I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure it was because like he was losing money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the problem that I have with that whole situation is the fact that, like, sure, you can be triggered by what she says to him. Like, you can have all those situations. But it goes back to what you you said about how the relationship feels very businesslike. Oh, totally. Like, she's meeting you in bed and she's asking how your day went and you're all excited and suddenly you're triggered by something that she says. And so you walk out the door because you want to save your dad's legacy. Like, what you said totally makes sense. But why aren't you letting Veronica in? Like, well, you're not talking to anybody else about this. So like, I think this why is the beginning of the end for them, too. 100%. And I think in that moment, like you look at her face and she's like, ugh, like, she's just not getting through to him. They're just not on the same like, like level, like Page, vibing. Yeah. like he clearly has things that he's dealing with. He's not letting her in. I mean, they have they have major issues. They have really major issues, like huge issues. Yeah. The, the thing that makes me sad is like, you know, he was there for the death of her father and knowing how complicated a relationship between her and her father was, you'd think that he would at least give her the respect of like saying like, my relationship with my dad yeah. is also complicated. As you know, he used to abuse me. Like it would have been a good opportunity, yeah. but they don't seem to want to save their relationship. And that's what I mean when you, when you keep saying it feels very business, it feels like the writers just want them to fall apart, fall apart. because yeah a real relationship would never do this. Like a real relationship would actually be like, okay, I deal with your dad shit, deal with my dad shit. And this is the well, reason it depends, why I think. my dad is dying. Did you know that my dad is dying? Like he only has one year to live. I, like that would have fixed everything. And Veronica would have been like, okay, I'll do whatever. Let's get him into debt. I don't give a shit. You know? I Yeah. Like, I think people deal with everything differently. And maybe it was easier for him to help Veronica with her dad. And it's not as easy for him to deal with his own dad's like things, yeah, right? Like I, like, I I understand that too. But um, I just want to know like where they're going with his character. Like yeah. if, if Veggie is for real and they're like, we're going to make it to the end. I want them to have those conversations and I want to see those struggles on screen and then yeah. like see them like work through it. And then like, like come together as stronger as a couple. But like, I don't think we're going to see that. I think this is really the end of their relationship. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, do you see an end for Reggie? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of like phased him out. Like death to Reggie, not necessarily. Probably more like splitting from the casino. I can yeah. definitely see that happening in the next bit of time. Yeah. Like he's probably going to be like, you and me, we just don't vibe. Like peace. Like I'm, I'm going to go do my own hustle. It's dirty business. Like I learned enough from your dad to like run this like shady like car shop. Like, you do the casino all by yourself because, like, we are not compatible. Like, I can see that happening. But to your point, I don't know if that if that is the case. What? Why do we care about Reggie? You know what I mean? And like, we, ha- we got a really beautiful Reggie episode, I think, in Riverdale, yeah. right? Like, that was a beautiful episode that he had. Like, I was mm-hmm. fine with just that. Yeah. And now we're, we're still on him. So I'm like, all right, I don't, like. He, he's not that like important he was great yeah. assisting veronica's storyline and like where are we going with veronica like my focus is just on her right now and it's kind of focusing right. on him and it's kind of like i don't get it why 
Like what's yeah. gonna happen? I don't know. I thought I we were know. pivoting to like Veronica being like shady and like that's not really happening. It's not really happening. And at the same time, like anyway, I, I don't really know what they because they want to give her so much. They want to give her the relationship and the business and the and the gangster and like she's just got it's too many things for all us to focus on. I think you know. Even if her storyline was more fun, like yeah, if they were like a <laughs> boss ass couple. Yeah, you know, like going to pops every night and like doing their doing thing. Yeah. You know, like that would be really fun to watch. Like half the town is like falling apart, but you guys are having a really good time. Even right. that would have been fun to watch, but like they're not even having a good time. They're stressed all so the time. Like, they're always stressed. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's boring to watch. Yeah, Anyways. for sure. Yeah. Cutting to Abigail and Britta talking, and Abigail now wants to talk to Tony to also get some blood from her for the spell that she wants to do. And Britta double checks. She's like, okay, so like after you do the thing with Tony, like, are you still like, are you good? And she's like, no, I'm still going to kill those three people. Like, we're going to still kill them. And Britta's just like, Ugh. like, she's scared. <laughs> she's nervous. Cuts to the three. And now they're realizing that something might be up with uh, like Cheryl. So they want to read her mind because he she tried to like fucking kill them before so she's like let, we let's see if we can like see what her mind like where her mind's at because maybe <laughs> percival is influencing her too like yeah. to kill them yeah so jughead's like sure 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 but like i just got poisoned so like i need a minute like give me a second cuts to tony and she gets a visit from abigail she brings her some flowers and as she grabs them, she pricks her finger on a thorn and uh, the blood is on it. So she like dabs it. She grabs her little handkerchief and she puts it to the side. Then it, then Abigail kind of pries a little bit more about the issues with the ghoulies and the serpents. And Tony divulges the fact that they basically want to kill Archie. They're still like after him. They want to kill him. And that's when you see like abigail's face kind of like get intrigued she's like "Ooh, to kill, kill two birds with one stone mm-hmm. like down so she's into like trying to find a way to kill archie for this reason um g- really quickly because i don't know if we're going to go back to it but so she's doing all these things she like pricks the finger they do the close-up shot of her like with a napkin and the blood and blah 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 but they don't end up doing they, like spoiler obviously whatever they don't end up doing the spell this episode yeah right yeah do you think that they just did that as kind of a red herring for us to feel like oh she's gonna get to a certain point and then she's gonna I think kill so. somebody yeah yeah i think so but like i i don't i didn't even see her killing somebody this episode because there was so much going on i was like who's she gonna kill who's she gonna who body is she gonna kill she didn't kill anybody yeah so she couldn't do the spell. she failed so I was like, she failed yeah she failed, but like doing all these little extra things that we needed to see him. Like, did you actually think that she I didn't was mind it win and succeed? Yeah, like, I, I didn't mind it because like you are so she's so crazy. You're like wondering where she's going with everything, right? Like, right, right, right. What, what right. is she actually gonna do? I didn't yeah. mind it. I honestly, I, I'm quite like I am enjoying this storyline because I think it's so quirky and like it's so crazy, and it yeah. is still sort of aligning with the main sort of storyline. So I like I True. like it. I think they're all True. lining up really nicely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she's intrigued. She's like ready to kill Archie too. Cuts to Reggie's dad talking to Reggie at the car lot. And he basically says like, bad news, buddy. I lost our business. The whole business. The whole freaking business. Um, essentially, he's asking if like Veronica can talk to the wise guys because they took him to some private poker game. And that's when he lost yeah. the car lot. And he's like, can you talk to her and see if there's anything else that can be fixed or can be done? And that's when uh, 
that's when he's like, okay, let me go talk to her. Cuts to Tony talking to Janet, the social worker. Really interesting scene. Um, so she's sitting and talking to the social worker. Janet's like, hey, I'm just doing a wellness check on baby Anthony. Um, and Tony has a like deja vu, which was mm, really interesting yes. to me because yes. out of all the characters, even any of the characters currently, including Jughead, who like knew about the paradox, whatever we know about the Riverdale situation, Rivervale situation. Tony is kind of the first character that we see her get this like parallel moment yeah. between yeah. the the episode of River it's like Bale a deja vu, she, literally. Yeah, and she literally says she's like, I just had deja vu of like nighttime versus daytime, <laughs> like <laughs> you checking in on my baby, um, and kind of the same thing happens. She's like, can we? Can I see baby Anthony right now? And in River Vale, he was on the floor, I think, and La Yorona was yeah. trying to steal the baby. Yeah. In this scene, um, it's not La Yorona, somebody, but someone like, did legit, take someone the baby. Like yeah. someone took the baby, the windows open, and now Janet's like, what is happening? Yeah. And Tony's freaking out. Uh, like it's a good good point. Like I love that moment because literally, like yeah. in my mind, when that's how ha- that was happening, I cut in my mind, I cut to that scene in River Vale. Yeah. And then they yeah. actually cut to it. I'm like, oh sick. Like this is I wish they did this for like all those other moments, but maybe from now on they're gonna start like putting them in because maybe like, now connecting. the two worlds are like little like they're starting to collide with each other. Right, exactly. Yeah. I feel like there's I hope that there's gonna be more of it because I Tony's, hope so too. Yeah. Tony's is like probably the most current direct like peril i mean reggie's i think reggie's too maybe reggie's as well for sure but like the fact that she's even cluing in she's like this happened already like and we got to see that i was like okay the writers and the producers want us to see that there's some sort of like i don't know crossover some connection some something lingering that still happened from that interesting I guess no one else could really do it. I, I was just thinking it'd be interesting if they started with like the outer circle of friends and then moved like closer and closer. Moved closer and closer, which could happen for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, cuts to Archie leaving the El Royale and <laughs> Abigail basically is like on the top of the roof and she fucking chucks a Molotov cocktail at him. He's like on fire and she's like, ha ha ha. And that's the end of that scene. I was like, what is wrong with this psycho? And she's wearing like, um, like gangs gang member yeah, like, like attire. Ghoulies. She's not wearing like a cute merch. Dress. She's wearing the merch. Yeah, she's wearing Ghoulies merch. Um, so <laughs> then it cuts to Pop's Diner and people are handing off flyers for Anthony. And uh, you know, they they want to do like a full check to see like where he's at. The whole town is helping out. And as Jughead is walking through, he's kind of listening on people's thoughts first to see if anybody has any leads, but he hears this was a cool people, moment it was a cool moment and i wish they did this more but yeah you start to hear people like basically shading tony basically saying she shouldn't <laughs> like, what be kind of mother mom. is she of course she what was a terrible- her baby exactly like all that stuff is happening and he's like oh um anyway archie texts betty and says that they need to meet outside they talk and um he's like by the way like i just got tried like she just tried to burn me yesterday night yeah like, what the f and then Jughead's like, okay, like now I can go talk to her and see what the hell's yeah. going on. Cause like she's literally trying to kill us. Cuts to Reggie talking to Veronica about her about his dad. And she he asks if she could talk to the wise guys and see if like they can figure something out. And Veronica says, Okay, I'll try to talk to those guys, but can you at least admit at this point in time that your dad has a gambling problem? 
And that's when he like snaps on her yeah. and is like, forget you. I'm going to deal with this on my own. Basically what I said earlier, it's just getting worse and worse. Like, I wish that they could talk a little bit more. I wish that he could just divulge the information that he has about his dad. You know and, like, what I dying wish? And like, because I feel like he's trusting that Veronica is has the capacity to just like empathize regardless of what the situation is. I don't think anybody who runs a business would be totally fine with this situation happening and being like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'm just going to cut that right off the bill for your dad. Not realizing like he doesn't have a lot of time. I want mm-hmm. my dad like he didn't give enough information to Veronica for her to really properly understand it. And instead, he's just assuming you should know you're my girlfriend. You should like know that my dad just wants to have a good time. Like yeah. you, you should like that's like, not enough she's looking to go out for of. you too, obviously. Like yeah, it's your money too. Yeah. So I was kind uh, of annoyed by that. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, honestly, I was just thinking about it. I was like, I would have really loved to see. Well, let's not forget that Hiram died two episodes ago and like she buried yeah. her own dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wish she kind of like just got really she was grieving more like I wish we saw Mm. a Veronica that was like stripped down that like didn't want to leave her house that was maybe drinking a lot like I wish she took Hiram's death like more like seriously like hit her like he hit her harder it's like because I'm feeling like they didn't know what to do with Veronica this season truly it really feels like that and now they're like hanging on to Reggie's storyline and like creating something with that but like yeah like they could have done so many interesting things of how you even deal with grief like like, he's dealing with it right now with his dad because like there's his dad is given one year to live whatever but it would have been so interesting to see her fall down and then have to slowly pick herself up you know yeah yeah i know i don't i don't don't know so many things it could have done it could happen later i guess like in the future but yeah you're right right now is a good time to try to see if she can like she's trying to help him and his dad like she just lost her dad like last week like yeah, you think that there would be some sort of connection there some way. Yeah. Like, I'm dealing with the, something else, Reggie. Like, chill, Exactly, you know? like, exactly. Why can't you be... Anyway, sorry. Continue. Yeah. We'll continue. Conti- uh, going to the White Worm. Tony's sitting there just waiting for a phone. I don't know why she was just sitting by herself in a fucking bar. But Tony <laughs> gets a call from Twyla about Anthony. And it shows Twyla's per- like perspective. She's, like, at a phone booth or whatever. And baby Anthony's being held by Percival Pickens. Like, he's just, like, fucking holding this baby like a fucking psychopath. And she says, like, in order to get him back, we'll drop him off at Pops. But you have to agree to, like, a battle royale at the docks. Like, can't tell anybody about it. But, like, bring your guns. Bring all your things because we're going to be there and we're going to fight. And Tony says, like, okay, well, you need to drop off the baby first and then, like, we'll meet you. Like, I'm going to I'm going to figure that stuff out. And then she's like, cool. Bye. And then it cuts to um, Tony talking to Tabitha about it, tells her kind of the side plan. Tabitha thinks it's a terrible idea because she's like, you can't get any of the cops involved. You can't get FBI involved. Um, But she's like, don't worry, I will still stick by you and I will help you get baby Anthony back. I'll give you a call as soon as we get the baby. This is all going to go very wrong very fast. Like, I was like, fuck, this is so bad. This is, the things are getting very, very dicey now. So then it cuts to Reggie, and he goes to visit the wise guys at that restaurant. Um, and he starts off by basically saying, like, okay, like, what are you going to do with this place? Like, that's my family business. I'm pretty upset about the mm-hmm. fact that you guys just took it. And 
I was interested to see where this was going to go because mm-hmm. the last time that we were in a scene like this with like three goons, they got shot up by Hiram. Like young mm-hmm. Hiram basically blew them the, the brains. Yeah. So I was like, is this just a scene where like violence just happens in this fucking restaurant all the time? But Reggie kind of goes in in an interesting way and he basically says like, well, what do you want to do with this place? And oh, do you want to run some scams? If that's the case, then you need someone who knows the business mm-hmm. so it sounds like he wants to partner with them to like keep the business at home but also like you can still run like you can still own it but like i'm gonna do, be part of it yeah yeah to run it and i guess they agree later you find that out later but what did you think of him kind of pulling that trigger instead it's a big of move. like being like give me my shit back you yeah know? it's a big move it's a big pivot i'm down mm-hmm. for it because i do think it's going to open up a whole nother sort of storyline i honestly i think i would be okay if somehow he got into this really like messed up situation and, and he ended up dying like we need stakes right now like we yeah. need to like get somewhere with these storylines and like what is he gonna by the end of season oh i shouldn't have done that whole shady thing you were just talking about the shady thing to yeah. two weeks ago you were like we shouldn't do shady things yeah, yeah and then yeah, you were yeah, like yeah. Wait, wait we should do shady things so yeah. it's just like it's all over the place but i feel it's like this is a really forth. big move so mm-hmm. let's see like what comes from it for sure for sure so then it cuts to jughead going to visit cheryl at thornhill but britta answers the door and Britta can't really answer a lot of questions She's like i can't tell you anything i love this happening. moment this was so cool but finally jughead uses his like mind reading skills to get all the information. Did and he tell her to like say it in her head? Yeah. Because then so he could hear it. Basically, he's like, don't say anything to me. That's totally fine. Yeah. But yeah. like think it hard enough and mm. I can hear your like I like let's see what I can do. So she tells him the whole situation. Cool. She's like, like she recaps the whole like, story. <laughs> yeah. She like goes through the whole fucking storyline of what happened so far. And he's like, BRB, are you gonna be okay? And she's like, Yeah, yes, it was cute. Bye. It was a, I liked it. I was like, finally, Britta's like coming through. Yeah, like, this is, and Jughead's this like is doing all work coming too. together. I was like, good job, Jughead. Yeah. Yeah. Then it cuts to Pop Steiner, and Tabitha overhears Kevin talking about a turkey shoot, essentially, and how the serpents are being set up. So Tabitha is like, "What the f?" Kevin, tell us what's going on. And so he divulges the information at this point in time, and that's when she gets a call. She calls Tony, and Tony gets this call from Tabitha saying. You need to put like call off the serpents right now. The police are coming. They're gonna just basically like blow you all to bits if you start shooting at them. So uh like put your shit down. So right in that moment, like just in time, Tony um tells everybody to put their mm-hmm. guns down as the police are turning the corner yeah. with their with their guns and they're like, put your weapons down, blah, 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 blah. And I love this moment so much. It was so good. And it gave me chills when it happened mm. because at one point in time, Percival comes out and he's ready to be like, pop, pop, pop. But because he says that he's like, the serpents are trying to resist arrest. Yeah. Like, and she's like, this is being streamed right now. Like, don't fuck she's with She's like, me. no, we're not. She's like, no, we're not. And like, they're yeah. on their knees, basically. And she's like, and I'm live streaming. Yeah. So, like, go fuck yourself. And, like, she finally, like, kind of... so. If we want to talk about the storyline of this call being called or the fact that this is called the Serpent Queen's Gambit, it is kind of like a yeah, bit of a chess yeah, game. Yeah, that they're totally. Playing right now. totally. So like this is her being like, check, like yep. I'm I'm in my own zone. You check yourself. And I'm exposing you. Like exactly. 
And so Percival's kind of like stuck again in terms of what he needs to do next. I wonder if anyone will like if the live stream actually did go through and like she has a lot of followers, let's say. Yeah. I wonder if anyone will even recognize him maybe around the world to be like, hey, that guy came to our town or like something crazy like that. <laughs> He's like, hey, <laughs> that's my dad. <laughs> He's not paying child support. Like, just like call him out. Um, got to Veronica talking to Reggie. And um, he says that he got the dealership back and that he barred his dad from coming from the casino. And Veronica's like, okay, well, like, I didn't ask for you to do all those things, but like, cool, I guess. Like, and and so he's lying to her, basically yeah, saying that yeah. he took care of everything, but really that's not the case at all. He's like getting even deeper with gang members, et cetera, et cetera. So he's lying to her. And like we said, this is pretty much the and beginning they're both of the lying end. to each other. Like they've been lying to each other. They've been lying to each other, but I think at this point in time, I think he just looks at Veronica and he's just like, I can't trust you because I don't I don't do you want think your it's support. Do you think know. it's that or do you think it's the fact that he and if this is the way that they are going, I wish they accentuated it more. Do you think he is trying to be the guy and he's trying to be the guy that like saves her? He's trying to be the guy that like, you know, fixes everything and 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 knows how to handle everything and he just can't. But maybe he's trying to be that guy. Maybe and I wouldn't hate that. that story. I wouldn't hate that because I love that for him. I just wish they like again, like I wish they like made that 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 obvious obvious yeah right now it just looks like he's being shady and he's lying to her so like that's exactly you know? what it is like there's no real there's no real motivation for him to lie to her at this point because she hasn't really done anything wrong outside of maybe judge maybe like blanket judge her his dad and make him feel like you know like he, he doesn't un- she doesn't really understand the full picture yeah. but it's because she doesn't understand the full picture like yeah. She doesn't like you're not telling him uh, like her that he's That's dying true. and all this other stuff and like I don't know I don't think it's fair if that he, he gets to this point with her for no reason like I don't, I don't yeah think it's justified if he came out and he was like like you know it's like to Veronica and he was like you have everything always figured out you're always on top of your game and he's like I just always want to be like that too. And that would just show like a huge insecurity in Reggie too. And like, I would love to see that. Like it's showing you like how he's trying to deal with it in front of her because he's trying to impress her too still maybe, but none of that's coming through. So I really don't think that's where they're going. Or like to your point, maybe we just got to be more patient with the writers and like it'll happen at some point when they start to get to the, like to that end point of the relationship or like the pivotal point of them them breaking up. Yeah. Cuts to um, Jughead going to visit Betty and Archie. And they, he's like, we got to help Cheryl. Like, this is more important than another council meeting. Like, we have to go. Because they were about to leave to go to the emergency council meeting. Um, so they, they're like, we need to go help Cheryl right now. Then it shows Betty, love Lily Reinhardt in this moment. And also Betty, I think just her yeah. as a character, when they, like, put her in these situations. Yeah. She goes to Cheryl's house and pretends to be crying about the fact she that She had the Archie Lauren was, like, Conrad mascara leak. Yeah, she was, like, full fucking crying. <laughs> Um, and she's like, Archie's been burned. I don't know what's happening. He's dead. He's My lover dead. is dead. And then Cousin. Abigail walks back into the house, and that's when she like chloroforms. Yeah, her. I love that. It was sick. That uh, makes her pass out. And she like whispers, she's like, Don't worry, Cheryl. If you're We're in there, we'll get you, you back. Don't worry, we'll figure something out. Um, so then it cuts to Tony, and she gets a visit from Percival in jail. And Percival says that they found baby Anthony with the ghoulies and they shot them all up. They're all dead now. And only Twyla Twist survived. Mm-hmm. And 
uh tony's like oh, okay great thank god that he's you know he's alive he's okay and she's like where's my baby now and then percival goes on to say that anthony is with his father and i was like which one which which one they're gay they're homosexuals but kevin is not a father he never said he wanted to be a father of this baby yeah. though like yeah there's a huge 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 miss yeah with that part of the story because they never resolved it before they got to this point like even even if it started off really quickly when when he took the baby two episodes ago to yeah. like protect him yeah. before he became that a was just like deputy. protection though that wasn't like i'm the dad now yeah like but they could have said like you know, now that you've signed the papers, like exactly. you know, now that we've had the conversation yeah. to sign the papers or now that we've named you Godfather or something, something. to show that there's a connection or direct yeah. reason why he would care about this baby outside of the fact that he literally said last season he did not want a baby. Yeah. And he like left the whole like them like alone. He wanted, he wanted so Broadway over a baby. So exactly. So he's fucking terrible. Anyway, I was an annoyed. Um Cuts to a scene in the forest under the blood moon. I guess the blood moon is happening right now. Um, and Abigail wakes up and she's at the stake. And everyone is standing nearby her. Betty, Archie, Jughead. Nana's back. So she's like out of the jail or whatever. So sorry. If Nana started all of this, how is she just standing, sitting there being like, this is so cool? I'm cool. Because then that means her plan is going up in smoke, No. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, her plan backfired on her. I think that's oh. what we're supposed to take away from the fact that, like, she got locked up is, like, Nana wanted to do one thing and then, like, it went the opposite yeah. direction for her and then she, like, was like, oh, shit. But I am annoyed about the fact that we didn't get another scene because we always have these random useless scenes with Nana talking yeah. about the solutions and shit. How did they get to the point where the, she had to be burnt at the stake? Like, why Why was that yeah. the solution? Like, how was that? I guess that's the only way to, like, take the soul out, maybe? But how do they know that that was not going to happen? And like Cheryl's body was going to be burned to a crisp. Like her, her, her soul is still in there. You know what I mean? So effectively, they would have just burned Cheryl to death. Like if the like if the wind didn't oh. come and turn it all out. You know what I mean? Oh like, wait, it didn't. She didn't burn. No, she doesn't burn. Oh, it's like they like light like at this it point looked in like time. It was, she was on fire. They like set her on fire. Like they set the pyre on fire. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's holding like the Julian doll, whatever. We'll get back to it. Like, let's talk about this quick scene. Okay. And then we'll go back to the fire. But council meeting, Percival gets town council. Like, we find out that he gets a unanimous vote because Tony's in jail and Cheryl, or sorry, Betty, Archie, and Jughead didn't show up to that vote. So, like, everybody voted against, against her and put Percival in there. So that's what happens. Cuts back to the, the burning. And that's when, um, yeah, Abigail is basically screaming at the top of her lungs. She's cursing them. She's like, I'm going to get you all. You guys are all evil. I hate you, blah, 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 blah. And then the fire just goes out. Like suddenly, mm-hmm. like the fire As goes if like out. the soul's gone. Like maybe that As if like the soul's, soul's gone. gone. Or I, I mean, I assume that like maybe like she used her powers because we're always assuming that Cheryl has this like wind power, right? Yeah. So I was like, does that, did they know that Cheryl was going to put the fire out? Like, that's the problem that I have with these, like, magical stories. Like, did they know? Like, Nana didn't say, okay, so when we put her at the stake, it'll burn her out of, like, her body. True. And then Cheryl will come back, and then she will save herself, and she will, whatever. Like, we don't get the explanation. We just have to be like, 
Oh, okay. would you have liked to see a bit of Cheryl's perspective? Like if Cheryl's like lingering, like in her like dream sequence. Yeah. And like, yo, Cheryl, like we're going to burn her now. Like come through. Would you have liked to see that? I think I would have loved to see like a fight between Cheryl versus Abigail. Like, like trying to why come not through. have like a yeah. battle in her mind of her like yeah. trying to kick her own ass. Like that would have been that would have been sick. Yeah. But instead, I felt like to that point, I do feel like this whole resolution was pretty mediocre. I'm not going to lie. Like, I feel like it's almost not even real. Like when when she did wake up again, I was like, is she like is she like tricking them again? Very suspicious for sure, because at this point in time, when the fire goes out, Nana drops the Julian doll and she's like, it moved in my hands. (laughs) And then the final shot is Cheryl being like, I'm back, I'm back. And they're untying her from the stake. And the shot is of like the Julian doll on the yeah, floor. Yeah, as if like she's in the doll now. That she's in the doll. They're like, where did she go? And then it's like slow zoom into the. So, do you doll think she's the actually out of the body, or do you think she's still there? I do think that she's out of the body, but like I said, I think that to your point, being suspicious of it is totally fair because I feel like they did it in a really lackluster way. Like it could have been the fact that we had a literal possession of a human body who did all these things, and we had the story for like probably more than half of a season season at this point this was a very lackluster ending and that's why i feel like it might not be and it might not be you you're absolutely right i I want to be gagged as the audience like like play a trick on me please yeah 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 so i hope we're being tricked as the audience too yeah it does feel like a slow situation but at the same time i'm like can we be done with this fucking storyline like okay so apparently ras said that sabrina is coming back the season oh interesting so will this story be dragged on long enough <laughs> for, <laughs> for her Kiernan to be Shipka to get on set and film her scenes and then they edit it and then we get to see it by season's end okay that I might mean, make sense that that'll make sense but if they're the like sabrina we need you now to take her out like there's no we, we can't figure it out like you gotta yeah, take yeah, her yeah. out of the body <sighs> but didn't Sheridan do that? She did the transfers. She did, she did, I mean, but that was in Rivervale. So I guess they're doing it now in Riverdale. Oh, okay. So they're bringing it to like the real. Okay. World. So that might yeah. make sense. Adjacent. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just tired of the storyline of it. <laughs> yeah, I think by that think point, I'm, we're going to be tired of it. Yeah. Because I really like the way they ended off Abigail's story and how she like you know, she died, she came back and she finally got to see Thomasina after all these years. She was released. Yeah. Her body was released. Da, 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 da. Um, and now we're getting this weird like possession. She's in a doll now. Like we need to protect the doll now. It, like, it would have been fuck? it would have been. And I think we talked about this maybe last week. Mm-hmm. It would have been really interesting if like they used her coming back and there was a more sort of relationship with Tony. You know, yeah. like there was a bit of a moment there. Like, like I think that would have been okay. It would have been interesting to watch um, yeah. if she was like in her feelings about her and like, just like, just kind of living in that sort of romantic sort of world. But I think Tony's storyline right now is so busy and focused with Riverdale, like the yeah. town. It's like, it would feel so stupid to pull her out of that and then like get her wrapped up in, in this whole other storyline. I know, I know. But I think I would have loved to see more of that too. Like, yeah, for sure. 
maybe maybe I we are know. going to see that maybe. at some point because I think we're hoping that eventually Shoni is going to happen again. Yeah, and maybe that's just this is all just like the road to Shoni again, but it's just a lot of disproport. Like it's all disjointed right now. It's all disconnected. I wonder if like Tony will be motivated to to you start using like witchcraft or like use some sort of other power to get Anthony back. Ooh. like you know maybe she'll be like i've tried everything and like nothing is working how do i get my kid back like what else do i need to do what else can i do you know i don't know i don't know wait we'll what was the we'll reasoning see. why she gave up the baby in the river vale because she had to become la Yorona. why did she, she have to ha- become la, la Yorona? because the whole idea is that the ghoulie mom put the curse on her and she's never going to rest until she gets baby Anthony, essentially. Oh, so she okay. made a deal with La Yorona to say, I will become the new La Yorona so your soul can be set free mm. and I will become the new one. And I think Kevin does take the baby. Yeah, I think that, so. In that story. So. Yeah. Okay. There's something something there. She's giving up like her. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see how it all kind of falls falls together. Speaking of which, Tony gets her baby back from Kevin in this moment. Um, but then he kind of backhand slaps her and says, by the way, I am also filing for custody of baby Anthony. I was very angry. <sighs> Tabitha's very face was like, like that, uh, that, that gif. She was like, <clears throat> she was like, oh, yeah, I was fucking so frustrated with the whole situation. I'm like, this fucking bitch. After the whole episode, he still feels the same way. If he and had just said, if he had just said, look, like things don't really seem solid right now. Like, do you want me to take him on like full time? Or yeah, maybe yeah, we yeah. should just like share him like more. Like he's like, you know, I just want the baby. Like the approach was just very wrong because yeah. I do think ultimately like he did make a point. Like he's like, okay, like your baby daddy was holding like a bag of guns in your house. Like that might not be the safest thing. Right. right. But like the approach was like so shady. Like you don't yeah. just take the baby away from his mom. I just wish that I don't I don't know what they're going to do with Kevin's character, honestly, like and I at this point in time, because they've given him so much airtime and so much random story, I really am intrigued to see what they want to do with him. Is he going to be this sacrificial? You know, I'm not going to do anything. (laughs) You're like literally going to be a waste man from start to finish. That's it. I don't want that. He's so annoying. Uh, I can't deal with him. I can't fucking deal with him. Who's he going to raise the baby with? He's literally a cop now. Like you don't have anyone to like you're going to be working all the time. What happened to him in Rivervale? He went on Broadway. He sold his soul to the devil, right? Yeah. Sold his soul to the devil. He ended up back with Fangs, but I don't really quite remember what happens to him at the very end of it all. I think he just like does that. So maybe we can still hope. We can also hope that Kevin will still leave and never come back and go I mean, on at this point, even it. him and Fangs aren't anything. Like, I don't see anything. I don't even see there them working out in the no, future. Nothing. After this, there's no freaking way no. that Fangs would be okay no. getting back with Kevin. Like, it's over. I, Kevin's useless. I hate him. Um. So, anyway, it cuts to Reggie walking in to see his dad playing poker at the, um, at the car dealership. And it cuts to a scene, and it doesn't really tell us like when it happened, but we're to assume that it happened like a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Reggie's talking to the doctor and asking like how he's doing, and she's like, "It's not doing like it's going well. He like recovered, but um, he he's going to he needs a transplant, and he's yeah. not going to make it in time. So he only yeah. has like a year to live. 
And I'm wondering if this happened, like this scene is from like when he walked in like weeks ago and he had the heart attack that like he comes in and Reggie like talks to Veronica. She's like, how's he doing? And he's like, he's great. He's doing great. He's going to make a full recovery. I'm so grateful. Remember? And then that, that whole storyline with like her dad dying and like her lying about her dad. It happened in that moment when he came back from the hospital and he learned and he was lying to her about that from even back then. Maybe. I would like to know, like, I don't think they thought that out. I I think I know what you're saying. I feel like they didn't think that through. Yeah. We're just like out of scene here and make it look like he knew this from before. For sure. I wish that they showed like the rest of it. Like it was very emotional. Obviously, we love Charles acting was so good. Yeah. He's he's perfected the single tear down the face. Like he's so good at it. But yeah, it was a really sad. And like we kind of understand now where Reggie's coming from why he he's trying to protect his dad and let him like live his best life right now it's because he's dying um but like i said oh going all the way back to if you're with your spouse or if you're with your partner if you're with the person that you're both running a business and that's your girlfriend you would think after all they've been through that you would well, at least yeah. divulge a little yeah. bit of this information that's... so you could resolve it together figure it out together because she would have been like, go do your thing. Exactly. Like, I, will, I will. She. I will she would have supported do, it. Whatever. Yeah. It's not like she's like this. Like give him fake like, chips and let him person. like <laughs> let him gamble all day. <laughs> you know. She would have done anything for that situation. So the fact that he didn't trust her it's is weird. Going to be it was a weird thing to lie up. about. I just feel like at this stage in the game, yeah. like there's so like many I said, things to lie about. I feel like the writers just want them to fall apart because there's no yeah. other reason why they would. Um. Okay. Cutting to Betty getting a call from Doctor Curdle Jr. And something is off about these ghoulie bodies. So he tells her, by the way, um, you know, we were told that the sheriff and all the policemen, there was a gunfight, but there was no gunfight. Turns out all the ghoulies wounds were self-inflicted. So now Betty's like, oh, snap. Somebody told them to kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. It's a serious situation. Cuts to Cheryl and Nana and Britta and the Julian doll. Got a makeover, and now it is Abigail. She's got a nice lace front wig on. She's good to what go. What you think She's about the glow up? Case. I was like, work, girl. Fine. <laughs> I just didn't. I I didn't understand this like change in like why are we why? bringing the doll back? Like yeah, it's, it was all very so confusing. Weird. It's oh obviously just like ominous. It's very like that like Annabelle doll. Remember that Annabelle doll that like from those movies the conjuring or whatever like oh, all those okay. like scary movies that came out you know I it's the like same idea movies. yeah yes <laughs> uh so like in the case like same idea like abigail's in there and cheryl says we need to like light these candles and keep them lit to like keep an eye over her and i wrote down the question is this all over obviously based on what we've been saying it's probably not over. Mm. I want it to be over so badly because I'm so over this story. Is it going to be like Chucky now? Like the doll's going to be like moving around the house? Moving around. But like we already had, we literally had Julian yeah, as the doll. That's I true. I mean, it wasn't actually moving around. It was Penelope trying to make her go crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> like, how could we forget? Yeah. But um, this is going to be now a real possessed doll, which I'm like, why? Why are we doing this? I don't, I don't know. I hope it's not. Th- I don't know. But I really point, hope they're Sabrina tricking is, us. But if Sabrina is coming back, then there does have to be some sort of unleashing of no, this no, for sure. But like, what I'm town. thinking is like, it's really not Cheryl anymore. Like, it's like she's lying that it's her. Do you know oh, what I mean? It's like switch. Yeah, like that's what I'm hoping pretended. for. She's pretending. Yeah. 
got it. I'd like to see if she's that like, is it worked. I'm Cheryl now. She's like, hi, guys. I'm not going to try to kill anybody <laughs> for real. I'll do it in secret. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Maybe it isn't. I would like that. True. But, uh, you, know, be cool. you know, you know, it's Riverdale. Yeah. Um, final scene is Betty, Jughead and Archie talking again. Final kind of like moment. And Archie's like, maybe what he's doing is like more nefarious than just trying to save the town. I think they're trying to destroy the town. It took them like a whole episode. It's like a whole episode. He's like, wait, guys. I think he's trying to ruin the town. <laughs> like, guys, we already were here like three episodes ago. Like, why are we still talking? I think he's really evil. Oh, I think he's really evil. I mean, from the he's outside, <laughs> from the outside, it does maybe look like he might just be trying to like redo Riverdale, like bring it back to like a safe town. But he's doing it obviously but in the wrong ways. So yeah, they should like, already be like pulling red flags, being like he's doing shady shit. There was art, like, I mean, this was the big turn of events, I think. Like the fact that like all these ghoulie bodies were self-inflicted, which means that he persuaded them all 100%, to kill themselves. 100%. So now Betty's like, oh shit. Like he's like yeah. basically a serial killer. Like he's forget, like, villain. forget yeah. what his motives are. He's a killer. Like he's so he's what I appreciated. What I appreciated from this scene too was that they talk about their abilities. They're like, wait, so the explosion like like triggered our abilities. So how the right. hell did he get his ability? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If ours came from this house and this explosion, where did his come from? And that to me is a bit more intriguing because I'm like, okay, now let's focus on how the right. hell did he get hit? Who is this guy, eh? And how did yeah. he get his abilities? Do you think he could have been near the house? <laughs> Huh? I can't believe we're talking about this right now. Sometimes yeah, I'm sitting here and be like, we're talking about superpowers. I know. But that's, that's sort of like the answer that I hope next week they sort of like get to more of like, where did he get his abilities? A part of yeah. me was like, was he near the house too? Like when it exploded? But I'm like, I don't think that would have been the case. Like, I feel like I think we talked about this like way back when he was first introduced. Like maybe there has to something to do with the fact that like something was triggered. Like maybe he is like some weird scientist who has yeah. like a radar and he found this like, you know, like when the explosion yeah. happened. I think that's probably what his it is. Radar and he was yeah. like, I need to get there because that's where other magic lies. And maybe the same thing happened to him somewhere else. In England. Because that, got it, his that makes like his accent too. It makes sense for his accent. I don't whatever know yeah. what his situation is. Like it'll be interesting to see like what his answer is. They always, I mean, I can't say that they always do, but they sometimes like muddle up the ending, as we know. They do like the finale. Yeah. So I'm interested to see but, what his answer is. We'll having see. said I'm that, hopeful. I am enjoying it. Like so far, I like am I am enjoying it. this villain. So like I'm okay yeah. with it. It's very different from better than the gargoyle king. <laughs> let's be real the gargoyle king yeah exactly the gargoyle queen Quine. all right that was the episode let's get into our recap roundups recap roundups best moment uh my best moment well i think it goes to that moment with britta and jughead and how she was like freaking out and he was like don't say it just think, think it, it. And yeah he, she was like I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a cute story. scene. I just yeah. like to see the the ability sort of like in action and like working. Yeah. And it seems like his, I mean, really all of theirs are pretty like his pretty is pretty clutch. active though, which but I love. his is good. Yeah, like he's using his more than I feel like the other two are. But for sure, I did appreciate sure. that moment. Yeah, I like that too. My best moment is going to Tony live streaming the gunfight. I thought that was like in a time where 100%. you are, you feel like all your chips are down. She was smart enough to like do that. And I felt like it was very 
it was a it was a great parallel to like real world issues yeah and i just thought it was a great moment to like literally give the middle finger up to like that whole situation yeah stare at him dead in the face and be like go fuck yourself like you're yeah. not gonna catch me wtf moment WTF moment is gonna go to the Colonel ending when he was like, mm. but they shot themselves. Like the way he yeah, like yeah, says yeah. it is always like so dramatic. Cause I was gagged. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like that actually happened. He told them to kill themselves. That's like, like that's p- major. Quite extreme. Quite so extreme. That one yeah. got me at the end. Yeah, for sure. Um, mine's gonna go to um abigail going into the doll because we don't really know like if that is the case and to your point like maybe that isn't the case and maybe it is still cheryl going into the doll who knows but also i was just like are you serious are we seriously talking about a possessed doll again i know like for the fourth time this in the show like that's why i'm really hoping it's not that and like the camera was just sort of like like leading us to believe that maybe for like a week until next week but yeah <laughs> Give us a week. Give us a week. Like no, but, I'm not down for that. We're literally like in passions territory at this point <laughs> in the show. Like let's just like talk. Oh, about we've the already fact been that, like, there. We've we been jumped there the shark a, a long fucking time ago. <laughs> um, and I will say also the WTF moment that I I want to call out is that deja vu moment that Tony. Yes. Had, I want to know if there's gonna have we're gonna have more of those moments. With, I to love your point, that. Other characters making those connections, and maybe that is when Sabrina comes in because she's like. By the way, the whole world is like separating oh, or like yeah. falling apart, which is what we said last time. We were like, oh, maybe she's going to talk about how the world is split and blah, blah, blah. Maybe there is something that she's going to bring into Riverdale for that reason alone. Maybe it's not going to you... be for a transference. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch WandaVision? No, not yet. So I feel like they watched that and they copied it some some like yeah. angle to it they okay, copied right. it because it's the town and it's almost like things are being sucked towards the town right and maybe that explains percival like maybe he's being sucked towards like riverdale he's, like that's it's like a he vortex came. like i pulling... feel like they watched it and they copied that that storyline got it got for it, the got season it. um yeah so maybe to your point, like the whole Sabrina thing, like she could be like the world is like sort of like coming in on itself, collapsing, like collapsing into itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like maybe. towards Riverdale or something. I don't know. We shall see. MVP. My MVP is gonna go to Tony, and mm. I didn't want to choose her because I like I figured like you know you would choose her and a lot of other our listeners would, but uh, like you can't deny it. Like she's yeah, she's been amazing. Queen. She the fact that she stood up there and like said everything that she's done and like what mm-hmm. she's done for Riverdale and who she is it just like confirms to us as viewers too like she started off it. as like a nobody almost and to yeah. see her now almost like the core four level like it's amazing i yeah she's definitely my mvp too i totally agree with everything that you just said so nothing yeah. else to say outside of like i love her as a character i love her as an actor i love what they're giving her i think more more than anything else i love vanessa that- morgan they've given her so much great content they have for this character like she's a mom now but she's a gang member but she's also anyway she's amazing you know so many and i hate to say this but so many sometimes when you you know create that mother sort of role or the pregnant role it kind of like fizzles out the character a little bit 100 but hers was literally accentuated when that all happened and like they they made it work and that's why when i look at a character like tony i know they can write good characters i know they can because they have but then they butcher characters like veronica and kevin Kevin. and like (laughs) 
you know, Veronica, I'm saying because like she is a main, main character, but like they yeah. butcher, but like they can do good. They've 100%. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, yeah, Tony. LVP. So, my LVP obviously was Kevin. I'm not going to choose Kevin because I'll let you speak to that, but I'm going to say Reggie and not because of like, like the storyline necessarily or like his act his acting was amazing so for charles malton like i love him and he's amazing it was yeah. more of just like i don't understand like why this storyline is happening right now i don't understand mm-hmm. why it's so important um like why is he lying to veronica about everything right it's just it's just like a weird it's a weird sort of shift over and every time they cut back to their scenes i'm like ugh, you know like i find myself being like ugh. Like not exciting, not exciting. Because before, like it was like Reggie and Veronica were so exciting. So yeah, a little bit of that for me is why I chose him for the LVP this week. And yeah, to your point, like the lying thing is not necessary, but he's doing it anyway, and it's just like okay, I guess yeah. this is the writers just trying to cut them out, but it's unfortunate. Um, my LVP is Kevin, like you said, yeah. for obvious reasons. I don't even want to get into it again, but he's garbage hate him. Hate him okay so. but having said that if you later found out that percival was telling him to do all these things would yeah. you forgive him i would forgive him but i would not forgive the writers ever again for the fact that mm. they gave him another storyline where he was a gullible idiot because he's been a gullible idiot yeah. like when is he ever going to be the hero series. you know yeah he's never done anything that's made me feel good about it even this whole situation where tabitha overheard him talk. it's not like he had a a weak moment in the sheriff's office and is like listen tabitha i know that like you know we're not really talking right now but uh they're about to shoot up the fucking serpents and i'm really worried about that like can you go call in she had to do that like she did that he didn't even save them in that situation yeah so i can't even look at kevin and be like well at least you tried to save them like like you know you didn't you weren't all bad this episode no like that wasn't even a redeeming part for this episode. So I'm just like, I'm over him just being a shitty written character. And I don't care how much shade I get from the fucking writers. I don't care what you guys say, because that is exactly what you're doing to his character. He is so problematic for so many reasons and you don't want to root for him. And it's just unfortunate because as Casey caught, I would have been like, I'm done doing this yeah. show. Yeah. I'm going to go on Broadway and I do not want to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> I think someone... My s- singing voice is better than this shitty storyline that you keep giving. I, I guess I had posted like, like I was like, goodbye, Kevin, on our Instagram. And someone commented yeah. being like, paycheck. Because like, it's true. Like, maybe he's just hanging around for the paycheck. Because like... Which is fine. Do your thing. But like, your integrity <laughs> as a fucking character is garbage. Like, it's embarrassing. And uh, yeah, I just don't think that his... I don't, I don't, I don't. Do you, do you think, and I, I don't want to spend so much time. I know we always like, you know, go deep, but do you feel like, um, some of the anger comes from like, because he is part of like the gay community and like his representation on this show. It's just like, bruh, like, why are you so waste though? Like at every corner, you're a waste man. 100%. I mean, I don't think that it's all just that. I think it really, I think it doesn't help that, you know, yeah. you, you have this person who's supposed to represent your community and like they're being. And then on top of that, he's taking the baby from another gay couple. So it's like, yeah, like it just doesn't look good. Like him as yeah. a person, his as a character, you as a white fucking privileged gay man. Yeah. You're problematic to begin with, bitch. Like, and you're you taking are, are, a baby from like a colored, you know, like yeah. all of that shit is just not cool. And like, 
I'm not even joking. When there comes to hierarchy, not again, not to get into the politics of it all, but when there comes to a hierarchy of the gay community, the white gay men are the ones who are at the top always. Mm-hmm. Look at the people in our society right now. They are always going to be at the top mm-hmm. because they had the privilege to get there. Yeah. So when you look at the storyline and you want to like look at Kevin and root for him even as a gay character, but strip away the gay character, he's just problematic. Yeah. And it just makes me so angry that they created this character who might as well be the villain toward like Archie. Archie's a better character or anybody's a better character than Kevin. But like, if you look at them as like foils to each other, yeah. Kevin is like the opposite. Like, and I don't know why, how did we get here after six and seasons was- of this character? We had him since the beginning. He didn't even come in like mm-hmm. Tony, like to your point, of Tony like having this amazing glow up. Yeah. She had less screen time. Yeah. And still got this amazing story. And every fucking season, we've been getting Kevin and it's shit storyline. He does something stupid. He has a redeeming moment, but he does something stupid. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? It doesn't make sense to me. And they never give him like a moment of like, you did this. You did it. Good job, Kevin. They never yeah. do. If they have, I don't remember it because it, it's probably like one moment. Yeah. You know, and I just think like, if you're gonna be a villain, be a villain, like be be that character, but he's not that either. So he's right. somewhere in the middle. He can't he can't be on either side. He's just lost. He's always been a lost character. And when I say he, I don't mean like Kevin. I mean, I mean the writers writing for Kevin. Yeah. It's like they 100%. don't they don't know like like where to like put him. Yeah, for sure. It's just disappointing. Anyways. Because if he's not this gossipy gossipy girl that like or like going to fox forest all the time like and goes to goes to fox forest or wants to watch hermione like do her real housewives episode yeah like he's that a was vapid, so random loser character like when you said that i was like enjoyable. good job that you said that because you, <laughs> you were like he's just sitting there like, what, like where like, have you wh- been like why Veronica's do you have life? to be the stereotype he's like, like get i out love baraba like <laughs> okay i love andy cowan like get over yourself loser I it's not funny anymore like maybe for like a minute in for season one it was cute and funny but like it's not funny anymore like just grow as a person as a character grow yeah and the sad or go to broadway the sad situation <laughs> is the fact that like there is no redeeming situation that I, I don't i don't even know what i want from him at this point i don't know i really and even, don't know even when he was in rivervale and he went to broadway and we were all like yes kevin go, go. he had to <laughs> sell his soul to go there so like he sold his soul to so go to Broadway. Like, you have no integrity. Like you have no integrity. No, like, who are you? Like so he couldn't make it on his own. Like his own like yeah. talents, he couldn't. He had to sell his soul. Even killing him off, I wouldn't care. Like there's no reason for them to even kill him off at this point because they're gonna be like, there's no gonna there's gonna be no stakes. He's not gonna do anything that's gonna be redeemable yeah. or interesting for us to be like, oh Kevin, even if <laughs> okay, before we finish off, even if he ends up being like, oh my God, I snapped out of it. I'm so sorry. I did all these fucked up things. My sacrifice is my death for you all to yeah, live a, a yeah. happy, enjoyable life. You were not relevant enough to even have that storyline, bitch. You were so irrelevant. They wouldn't give it to him. That your death would not even be like, like they would they'd never kill his dad him. first, probably. <laughs> Which I also hope at this case. At this point in time, he needs to die too. He's fucking. Oh my God. <sighs> okay. For the day. Yeah. <laughs> that felt good. The, the best, best line. line. All right. My best line is going to go to Betty when they're burning Cheryl and Cheryl says, or whatever her name is abigail whatever abigail yeah. she's like you dare burn me again and betty says as many times as it takes bitch 
it's like anytime oh, like, Jesus. Betty says bitch, it's gonna be my best lie. <laughs> but okay, so really quickly going back to that whole thing with Abigail and like why she got burned, yeah. burned, 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 whatever, whatever. Yeah. My thing is, is like, why did they make her such a villain coming back and possessing the body? Why couldn't they talk her through it like they did in Rivervale? They were like, we understand her pain. Yeah. She had this trauma from da, da, da. in this in this situation they're like we're gonna burn you again bitch like we don't i guess because like she was really shit. trying to kill them like they just were wasting no time i guess i guess but at the yeah. same time just like what happened to that beautiful story that we got from abigail and her love story and the being very inconsistent it's all very, been inconsistent very inconsistent with how we're supposed yeah. to feel like am i yeah. supposed to root for abigail or not like i yeah. guess not agreed uh, it's just, um yeah <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> Abigail, my best line also goes to her when she goes, I was taking a buttermilk bath so I could not receive him. Why for? Like, I just, I live for her lines and I always just wait to, for what she's going to yeah. say. Um, but saying that she's taking a buttermilk bath because she, she couldn't answer the door because she was taking a buttermilk bath was like dead. The but also do you wish that sometimes because because in this episode she was she was almost speaking like she was from like 1800s yeah, sure. i wish like i wish the core three were like why are you talking like that like who says words like that but she sounds but she exactly always, like i know like her. she always says that and that's the yeah. thing like yeah so anyways she was perfect for possession <laughs> yeah uh let's get to our listener round uh let's do it so we had one, I think this was from Twitter, at Shoney5 on it. Best moment, Jughead, Betty, Archie, scenes, good chemistry, 100% mm-hmm. agreed. WTF moment, Kevin, everything regarding Kevin. <laughs> I hate him so much. Oh my gosh, he's a waste man and has been in Anthony's life for two seconds. Um, MVP, Vanessa Morgan's acting. Also, Cheryl slash Abigail storyline was interesting and made me laugh a lot. Um, P.S. Does anyone care for this veggie casino story? It's so far removed and boring. Even Cheryl's storyline syncs with the main one. I 100% agree with that. That's fair. Um, We got some from Instagram. It's just like a mix of them. Uh, Kat says superhero trio thing was very cute and just could not stop laughing. Like tears came out. Wow. (laughs) Her tears. Uh, She also says Tabitha to Kev calling Tony the mother of his Chai, oh, dot, dot, dot. She says, if I speak, I don't know what that <laughs> she's, means. She's, <laughs> she's pissed. pissed, I guess. She's like, if I even yeah. say one word, yeah. this fucking guy. Uh, she also says, make Mr. Pickle kind of hot. Oh. Mr. Uh, Pickens? Pickens. Very annoying, literally everywhere, doing the most, but kind of cute too. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm conflicted. <laughs> yeah. Riverdale and Rivervale meshing in ways that make me sad, but a lot of deja vu was experienced this episode. Yeah, totally. Um, she also says, okay, her MVP is Tabitha for serving looks as she should. Also, Betty for just taking the reins. Uh, oh, and Kevin, unappreciated and disrespectful as always. Keep up the good work. <laughs> 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 a lot happened intense and sad but what remains Archie's still a comedian and Nana Rose still here question mark <laughs> <laughs> she out here so yeah and then from Sierra uh, XNN also another best moment Tony's flashback to Rivervale I was gagged yeah um, a lot happened yeah we got that best line from Sierra don't eat that scone <laughs> yeah that was good too <laughs> LVP her LVP is Kevin as always like I hope he dies this season please 
for MVP is Tony and Tabitha, my fave duo. They are constantly killing it each episode. It they are an amazing duo. Like I love so them together. Good. They're so good. I love that. WTF Kevin won in custody. Why? I know it's Percival's doing, but he's such a waste man. Oh my god. <laughs> Shout out to everyone calling Kevin a waste man. Waste man. Best moment when Tony recorded Percival. I love how she's challenging him. Icon behavior. Mm. Thank you guys. Those oh, are great. Good. I love you guys for all these so roundups. Good. So so good. All right. Well, that takes us to the end of the episode. I'd like to take this time to thank our patrons of this episode. Our Rewinder squad. We have White and Nicole. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil, and Kate. And our Mommy and Daddy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, Grace, and Cliff. Thank you, guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, wait, wait, before we go, uh, we have two episodes left. I think there's next week Ooh. and then a week after. And then it looks no, like we're hiatus. on a big hiatus. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. July 31st apparently is the slated season finale. So, okay. yeah, so it's going to be another like weird season. I think they'll probably take a hiatus after April, maybe come back in like late June or something, finish the season. I don't know how many, what, we're at episode 10 now? 10? We have like another 10 episodes. This was nine, so next episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So we have like another half of the season to go. But maybe they'll do another short season. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Anyways, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.